This is a diet of Brussels. If Jeremy Corbyn becomes Labour leader, does that mean it's uh, all over for uh, the Yes campaign? We're just now here in uh, mid-August. We're at the start of uh, voting on the Labour leadership. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of interest in uh, Jeremy Corbyn as the frontrunner in this competition and the kinds of politics that he will bring. Now, Corbyn is of the uh, old school uh, Labour uh, Party uh, tendency in the sense of having uh, relatively uh, unreconstructed uh, views on things like nationalisation, on Clause 4, uh, on a number of other issues. One of the themes that has bubbled under and hasn't really been talked about very much has been his position on European integration. It's clear that uh, Corbyn has a number of problems with the EU as it stands, that he feels that it is uh, a vehicle for liberal uh, uh, politics, uh, for uh, the dominance of the market, that it favours tax avoidance and uh, undermines workers' rights. And as such, his position is one uh, that hovers somewhere between uh, seeking reform Uh, and saying that he would uh, be looking to uh, remove the UK from uh, membership. Now, when pushed, Corbyn seems to be more in the former school, that he would prefer to stay inside a reformed EU. But it's also clear that the kind of reforms that Corbyn might want to uh, see take place are not the same kinds of reforms that, uh, say, David Cameron, to take an opposite example, might want to pursue too. Now, this uh, matters. Uh, Historically, uh, in referenda, you want to have uh, a nice uh, broad-based Uh, campaign that goes across different political streams as a way of building momentum in uh, your message, whether that's for or against, yes or no. And that's certainly the case uh, here in the UK. If the leadership of the Labour Party becomes much more uh, critical uh, about membership and about the terms of membership, then uh, it raises the spectre that any renegotiation that the government can achieve Uh, will not be supported by the Labour Party. And at that point, uh, the campaign becomes much more one of do you support David Cameron and the government than it does about do you support the revised terms of membership. This is always going to be an issue, that a lot of this is about party politics rather than about the substantive issues of European integration. So from Cameron's perspective, he will find himself potentially in something of a dilemma if Corbyn is elected, where on the one hand he needs to uh, try and find a deal that he can sell to his own party, but on the other hand he needs to find a deal that he can uh, reasonably package as one that is deserving of cross-party support. Remember that a key message that uh, David Cameron has uh, in this is that he's trying to fight for the British national interest, whatever that means. And he can't do that if he ends up with something that looks narrowly party political. Now, all of this might be a moot point. Uh, Corbyn might not win. We might end up with a a more moderate candidate. But it highlights the profound interconnection between domestic politics, internal politics 
and the wider uh, international uh, relations that the country has. And that's not just true about uh, the EU, it's true about the, the broader picture. What uh, I think we need to, to be thinking about is very much, uh, when we look at this leadership campaign, is very much what kind of mandate does the new leader have, how uh, much does the party swing behind that individual, and how much do they want to make the European issue something on which they uh, take a stand and make their mark. The, you know, clearly there's an issue here that if they, it's not Jeremy Corbyn, it's someone who's much more moderate and pro-EU, that they don't want to simply be seen to be a lapdog of David Cameron. So whatever the outcome, we're going to find some interesting challenges and some extra uh, complications in the negotiation process.